I'll pull you right in. We'll, we'll, we're going to do it. Look at that. Oh, not yet. I don't see you yet. That's okay. I can hear you, though. Oh, huh. I'll probably do this. Ah, right. oh, that's fine. You can figure it out. Vanessa can figure it out. All right, cool. There we go. Look at that. Oh, wrong button. This button. Lakers fan, huh? Oh, hell yeah. Anthony Davis. Well, me and LeBron fan. Oh, you're a LeBron fan. Is Anthony Davis still injured for them? Yeah. he probably going to be out another, like, I don't know, like two months, maybe. Yeah, they. I think they can uh, They can afford he, to do that, though. Yeah, he's kind of fragile. <laughs> um, first of all, it looks like the internet from Parts Unknown is working tonight, so this is good. This is a good thing, Vanessa. I hope so. Fingers crossed. Let's not jinx it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, where exactly is uh, Parts Unknown, and why do I need a TARDIS to get there? Um... I can't tell you exactly because then, like, it wouldn't be unknown, and then I get kicked out. That is a good. So, point. like, I, I just that. make my way out. Of, I just fight my way out of uh, Planet Vegeta, which is like sort of known places. So, like, I could still keep my residency at uh, Parts Unknown. Parts Unknown, it's good. Is the is it real estate? Is it expensive there in Parts Unknown? Uh, very expensive. Like, man, like you talk about working three jobs in like one day just to keep rent that's what i'm doing yeah um i was listening to uh oh gosh tristan law show and uh yeah. he, he asked that question and you said uh planet uh planet vegeta i think i'm saying it right yeah and vegeta. i had i had no idea what that was i had no idea <laughs> so i had to go look it up to to figure out how to spell it right because i wanted to put out a tweet and I had yeah. to look it up to spell it right. And that's uh it's oh gosh, now I don't remember. I wanna say it's a, it's a it's a geeky thing, so I should know it. Right? Let me turn. Yeah, we're still here. You just froze for a second. It's a geeky thing, right? It's okay. uh it's Dragon Ball Z. That's what it is. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Uh so that's that was my first introduction to Dragon Ball Z. I didn't know anything about it. Now I do. I have you to thank. Oh, congratulations, man. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> From there. Um, so also in uh, stuff I like to do um, to prepare for shows is I, I put your matches on down here at the bar all day long. And uh, I was watching a ton of them. So I, a couple things that I took away from it um, that I want to get your feedback on. One, uh, what re- – Hi, Hayabusa. Yeah, that's how I say it. Yeah. Hayabusa. Hayabusa, yeah. Uh, very influential because. Yeah. Was, right? Am I right or wrong? Super. super. Yeah. He's like the, the the main reason I was like, all right, I have a character. I'm about to get into this. Yeah. For sure. Um, You got. Uh, and then the other question I had was. So I watched some of your matches. You had a mask on. Some yes. matches you don't. Yeah. Um. What's the? It's probably a stupid question. In the yeah. No, nah, it's because I'm glad you asked because like a lot of people just kind of are lost in the meaning of it. Okay. And yes. Help. I was too. So like a long time ago, I lost my mask, and like I'm gonna just say both times I lost my mask. Like it was just like thrown upon me, like. Okay. I'm like a big proponent of like if somebody of like high value tells you, hey, like we're doing this and it's their show. Yeah. 
you just go you go along with it. Yeah. And at the time, like I was just doing it, so like Booker was like, uh, "Hey, we're taking the mask off," and I was like, uh, "Okay." The first time I was kind of like I was lost. I didn't know. It just was spawned on me like that day, and um, so like. I was wrestling without the mask, but oh man, it was so bad, dude. Like, yeah. I like it's it's bad enough for me to watch like my matches. Yeah, it's weird, but like I don't like seeing like myself out there, like my face out there because I don't know. It's, it's just weird seeing me because I still see myself as a kid. So it's yeah. like just seeing me as a kid out there wrestling. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, so I end up getting hurt and. um on my return, there was like, let's go back to the mask. And I was like, okay, let's do it. So, like, this time in the mask, I was like, all right, I could change the mask up. I could finally do, like, the high boost style mask yeah. that I've been wanting to do. And um, recently, like, before the pandemic hit, it was pitched again, like, hey, let's uh, take your mask off and go heal. And so I started um, – like keeping those matches out there and just like basically promoting like me without a mask mm-hmm. because I think reality of wrestling did a show with impact and I wrestled moose on that show and we had like a pretty good match nice. and uh D Brown spoke to me after and he was like, dude, like you went out there and you, you made yourself a star. He was like, if I could give you any critique, um, if you're open to it, would you be down to listen? I'm like, hell yeah, just, Tell me what to do, and pretty much I'll do it. And he was like, "Lose the mask and work on your facials, and you'll be you'll be like a star in no time." And I was like, "Well, my facials are already there because I had been doing some like some like drills and like different side projects leading up to like that point while still in the mask." So um, I got rid of the mask, and I was like, "Okay, here we go. I'm gonna give it like three or four months." And then I'm going to send something into Impact and okay. see if I could get like a trial or get a feeler. So about, I want to say maybe like two months after I dropped the mask, like the pandemic hit. Oh. So that put like a whole stop to like everything. Oh. So, yeah. So coming back in, it was like with the mask and like we've done like some shows that reality of wrestling, like without the mask. But I feel lately. I've been getting a lot of traction and um, a lot of exposure away from reality of wrestling, like with uh, New Texas, with them being on yeah. the uh, independent wrestling uh, network. Yeah, IWTV for sure. Yeah. Um, and we're going to get to those. You got a couple couple uh, championship matches coming up from them. Uh, oh, yeah. You talked about in Tristan's uh, show with him. Tristan's a great guy. And you, you, you mentioned that yeah. you were shy growing up. You were shy as a kid. And I, yeah, yeah, I was super shy. I was just wondering if the mask uh, helps with the shyness in the room. Yeah. yeah. It it definitely had. It had, yeah. 100%. Like, when I was so shy, like, I, had to, I was a referee first. And before going out as a referee, okay. I was like, questioning like man you know what this is not for me i'm gonna leave like i, I don't want to do this and so i just had to like suck it up and go out there so the mask was like a pretty unique way for me to distance myself from right. me as a human being and to like to be that character although a lot of people still knew it was me but it was just that but it was you, my chance to become yeah. somebody else right but for you you felt 
more comfortable. I, I can totally relate. Yeah. That. I'm a shy individual myself and, uh, I feel, I feel that's the route I would go. <laughs> Plus I love masks. So, yeah. Um, you talked about Booker T's reality of wrestling, but how do you get from t- tugboat Taylor's wrestling school to Booker T's? Um, it's, I'll preference it by saying that like you kind of always have to be on the move right. in life and in like for opportunities, you have to always like um, sort of see what's the next best opportunity or environment for you to, um, to further your career or growth. And that's like in your personal life or in professional life. So I started off at tugboats and um, it was a good place to start off and learn, but really like um, Booker T was coming up at the time. And a lot of, there was like maybe two wrestlers, Ryan Davidson was kind of training at us and he transitioned over to books. And I would do shows with, uh, a lot of books guys yeah. around Texas and they always would say, Hey, come to books, come to books. I was like, ah, I don't know. I don't know. And one time around maybe, um, I, I remember going to books around Oh nine at first, just to like fill it out. And, um, he was like, yeah, come on down. And I did a trial match. He liked everything, but, um, his shows and another show that I was doing at the time kind of conflicted with each other. So, um, I didn't continue going to book at the time. Yeah. And uh, we fast forward like uh, probably like maybe four years later. Um, the same guys are trying to like get me to come back because books looking for like a guy to, to do this uh, show for him. And they was feeling it out. They was pitching it out to me and I was like, no, no, no. And uh, this guy, the, the booker, Kevin hit me up one last time. He gave me like the whole layout in the program the deal of it and I was like yeah you know what maybe I'll do it and I look at the the choices that he had at the time yeah I definitely would have went with the other choice because it was either me or AR Fox and they decided <laughs> to go with me and I was like dude looking at it hindsight bro you should have picked that <laughs> yeah I would have picked AR Fox but I'm, I'm glad they they rolled with me so that's how I, um, that's how I got there. ended up at books yeah. that first match and everything clicked book liked me and from that moment forward like I, st- I started uh just sticking with book. Um, you said there was like, uh, you, you went and checked it out, uh, Booker T's, uh, first, and then you didn't go to it right away. But then four years later, what was the, what was the difference in those four years? What was the, you know, the swinging the trigger point, I guess. Um, how can I put this? Um, maybe like part of it was me and like my mindset. Cause at the time when I first, uh, went to books. He wanted me to go there. Yeah. And I wasn't too sold on going to train there. Cause I still wanted to do other shows, which uh, there was like a big deal about doing one show on this side of town and doing book show. So I still was going to, I was still like loyal to this other promotion and book didn't feel that uh, I was taking wrestling serious. So I wanted to, take it serious at that point and um i kind of had some personal stuff too so like my mind was way out other places just wanting to go be ignorant and do stupid shit i'm sorry stupid things um 
So it, it just did it didn't fit for me at that time. Yeah. Because I just I'll just say like I I mentally wasn't mature enough to handle, I guess, the the um structure of books at that time. If that if that sort of makes sense. Yeah, oh that makes total sense. I mean uh, yeah. we've all been uh done stupid shit when we probably should have done other shit later in our life. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, no, I totally relate with that. That's interesting though. So at that time, or maybe it's now. So it's like, uh, how did you phrase it? Um, book was kind of like, uh, you couldn't, could, can, if you're with Booker, you're with Booker now, let me see if I can phrase this the right way. And you can do other shows, right? Other independent shows yeah. or, Okay. Yeah, no, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. I uh Although there was there was a point where he asked us to um for- to be exclusive to him. Okay. And that kind of um I, I get where he came from at the time, but like it, it kinda like put a damper on, on working other places in Texas, but eventually yeah. like I mean, no bridge is like fully burned in right. in wrestling. Yeah. So um the other thing that that you uh, you said in the, in the Tristan show that I thought was extremely interesting, it makes perfect sense to me, was that there's a the Booker uh, refrains or or doesn't allow certain moves to be done uh, in, oh, his, yeah. in his matches. Um, can you elaborate on that a little bit? Yeah, so there was um, he he will say till this day like we're not WWE, we were different, but if if it's banned in WWE, if right. they're not doing moves like that, he doesn't want those moves done on his show. And so it would it would be like uh like head drops like tombstones. Yeah. Like none of the Nope, he froze drivers. Uh, um chair shots like with the head. Yeah. Um just things things of that nature. Like if if it was like a move to, to reiterate, if it was like a move in WWE or something that they weren't doing, yeah. he would definitely not allow you to do it on his show. Or if you had like a crazy idea, like I've been told not to do certain moves. Um, when I showed book and he was just like, I just don't want the possibility of me going wrong on my yeah. show under my banner. Like, yeah. no, nah, like you don't need to do that here. Well, he probably has his or your best interests interests you know yeah definitely you i mean that's a bad thing to have yeah it's one thing to have some botches on your show and people laugh at that but to have like a serious injury yeah to where somebody's yeah botches um, are gonna happen injuries yeah almost avoid yes Um, for sure um so i was watching a ton of reality wrestling today and uh and i've we've had a couple people from reality wrestling on here and i know we've had roxy most recently which you've been in the ring with with her yeah uh, so I was watching some of the matches. I watched that one. That is a very professional, polished show. Reality. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like, it's, I mean, a lot of people say, like, it's, uh, I've heard, like, outside people say it's WWE light. Yeah. Um, kind of like the college prep to WWE. And that's, like, from, like, the wrestling on down to, like, the production and, and things. So, I mean, we've all been to the shows at that point that were kind of grimy or eh. So like book has put in a lot of, uh, 
a lot of uh, work and revenue to try to make that place um, look top tier and professional, as well as a lot of the wrestlers put in like a lot of work to uh, try to draw in eyes and extra revenue to help keep the lights on and keep uh, new additions to that show yeah. and to that brand. It was, uh, he's doing a hell of a job. I just, I watched the, um, I think it was a drive. It was the drive-in drive-in. Event. Oh yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, all the cars were around, although it looked slippery on the outside of the ring. I don't know. Oh my God, dude. <laughs> yes. Oh, I was so pissed. I was so pissed. Was it actually slippery or was that? Yes. Yeah. It was really slippery. Like, and that was just only for our match. Cause like the, they fixed the problem after that. Yeah. But like the first little deal on the outside, I was like, "Oh, hold up!" And like even trying to run around the rings on the outside, and I was like, "Man, this is this is not good." Like we we're just slipping around all around like the Three Stooges or something. <laughs> um, I was kind of hot. <laughs> I was. I was like, "Oh man, I can't." I couldn't tell if like that was the quote unquote story angle that was being played out or if it was slippery and it was getting played out but <laughs> you guys were on the outside oh we were busting our oh, we were busting our butts for sure um it was good though it was a good show i liked it and uh we're gonna touch on medina here in a little bit um because you'll be facing him on uh, about april 9th so yeah yeah for sure um we were just talking a couple uh, last week about Canadian wrestling and the Canadian scene and that more eyes need to be on the Canadian scene because it's, there's a lot of great wrestling there, but we've talked to a ton of wrestling out of Texas on this show. A lot of talent. Um, It's a hotbed for wrestling, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, To touch on, on, on your first point, because I'm the, I believe some of the best wrestlers came from uh, Canada yeah. and books, a big proponent of the Canadian wrestlers. Like he loves Christian. Um, he loved his stuff with uh, Benoit. Yeah. He still, he's still cool with Jericho. Like Canadian wrestling is definitely like, yeah, it's your own unique, unique thing. Um, as far as Texas. Yeah. Texas is, is man, Texas is a hotbed, man. And we've been our own bubble yeah. for so long. So it's always been the thing of get out of Texas. You get out of Texas, you'll make it. And to me, like the best, I mean, for, for the longest, the best person or wrestler in Texas to me was, was ACH. And yeah. he left. And I think like he went to like St. Louis and he like really blew up and uh, started to get a, to ring of honor. And just like on like a national stage, like it was just everywhere. And people say because he left Texas, and there was a point where he would say, "Man, you gotta, you gotta get out of Texas." Why do you think um, that is? Now, what's, what's that? Why do you think that is? It's I don't know. Like Texas never really had many eyes on it, man. Yeah. Like, pe- like a lot of good wrestlers came from Texas, like yeah. the Von Erichs, yeah. Terry Funk, Stone Cold, like people of that nature. Even like Booker T, Taker, but. I think it was the time periods where there wasn't much exposure on Texas athletes in Texas. Yeah. Like you could go somewhere else and wrestle, but like nobody really, I guess, paved that way Yeah, to be like, Hey, go bring eyes down there. I think, I think maybe ACH did with his work with inspire. Yeah. 
because he was still going other places wrestling, but he was bringing eyes to Inspire, which was uh, in Austin, Texas. I think now, man, with the with the I guess the evolution of the internet and social media and platforms, yeah. um, you can bring in somebody. For example, like with New Texas, we brought in uh, or they brought in uh, Billy Stark. Good worker. Uh, she came down with with her uh, her family, and, and one of the guys was like a photographer, and yeah. he really took a liking to uh, Brian Keith. Is a wrestler that we have down here. Okay. If you haven't heard of him, you'll hear of him in about yeah. a week, or definitely after Tampa, you'll hear about him. Um, so he he promoted him like was just like, yo, this guy down here, uh, Brian Keith. And also AJ Gray was on the show and was like, yo, this Brian Keith guy is pretty good. And just from that, the whole show, not just like all attention to one person, like all of a sudden, like people was like, yeah, Brian Keith. But then they looked at the whole card and the whole um, the show that New Texas had at the time. And all of a sudden, Texas became hot. Like in one in one night, like it was so much love on like uh, Texas wrestling from this one show. So I think like a big part of it is just the the social media platform aspect of it and everything being streamed yeah. out there because Texas is, man, we've always had like some good wrestlers putting on bangers, man. Cause there was a time Keith Lee and Ray Rowe, who's yep. Eric from uh, Rangers, yeah. WWE. Yeah. They were wrestling in like some of the same venues that I came up in, in Houston, but like it wasn't, creating that buzz and that vibe back then how it is now so i think we have the right eyes at the right time and we have the definitely have the the right roster right now of guys because at any point like texas has so many good wrestlers so many good wrestlers you have ryan davidson you have gino you got brian you got brian keith you got um who else kind of even like with the girls like uh roxy you got people who left out of town who were who were trained down here like um high end. Yeah, high end. Sure. So like we got I could go on. ASF, um Aaron Mercer. It's it, it just goes on. So like at any point somebody could get hurt, somebody else is gonna go and take the uh take the throne. Yeah. So like I don't know. I think it uh we're just getting the eyes at the right time and everybody's just trying to eat and get a plate, man. Eat and get a plate. Yeah. Do nope. you do you feel like you still do you feel like though still in the end you're gonna need to get out of Texas in order to take that next step? Personally, for me, yeah, uh, yeah. But I think for somebody outside of Texas to come and grab me or, or to book me, mm-hmm. they I would have to be hot in Texas. In Texas. So yeah. inevitably, yeah. But like it still goes back to getting hot in Texas, and then I will be, I guess, like booked somewhere else where I could get more eyes and more exposure yeah. and get somewhere. I I think yeah I agree. I think uh, somebody coming to you to try to pull you out of Texas as opposed to you leaving. If that yeah, makes just sense. leaving and saying, "All right, guys, I'm out here. That's <laughs> I'm out. That's, yeah, yeah, I I agree." Yeah. Um, top PWI top 500. You made the list. Yeah. 499. Was, what does that mean to you? 
And, uh, you know, what, what did it take for you to break through to get into that? What do you think the one thing was? Or, I mean, I think, I think the one thing was I wrestled Chris Bay. Dashing Chris Bay. Yeah. He'll he'll put you over. Yeah. uh, I wrestled Chris Bay, man. And like, we had like a hell of a match and we had like some good moments in that match. And from that, I think like I got the, the eyes of, uh, some people who were in charge for that. Um, I also think like a lot of it had to do with a lot of, um, top tier wrestlers kind of getting um expelled mm. from the from the wrestling scene if you kind of get what i'm saying yeah. um yep. but yeah like it for me it meant a lot man because it meant like if i really put my mind to it and my and effort to it then i could uh get some attention because i remember the start of 2019 i had a oh man i had a, a real bad match um it was well, it wasn't like we, we we messed up, but it was just a bad uh, setting. Um, the match just wasn't good, and it was yeah. a multi-man match. Uh, during the match, Booker watched it, and he was just laughing, like dying laughing, <laughs> like bawling. He wasn't even mad. He was just laughing. That's why, like, it was so bad. That's almost and, worse. Yeah, that's yeah. the word, like. It was bad. Like he couldn't even talk. He was he was laughing um, so hard. So uh, that happened in front of like some people that I was just like, man, uh, never again. I was like, never again. This is this gonna happen? Granted, sometimes like uh, I've, I've had had some like matches to where I'm like, never again. But yeah. this match was the one where I was just, like, I'm gonna just like try to go out and travel and uh, get as much exposure as I can. Um. And things just started to pick up. I ended up meeting, um, get, getting flown to Las Vegas for something with uh, Vampiro at the time. Okay. It wasn't Lucha Underground, though. Um, and that's why I ran into a lot of uh, other Vegas cats. And uh, I remember seeing Chris Bay because he, uh, he had a video where he was doing backflips in the ring and then, like, he, it was a drill and he tried to do one from the top and the top rope broke and it looked like he died. Uh, so I knew him from there. I was like, Oh, that's that guy. Yeah. And he was yeah, pretty, so. he was pretty good. So I remember talking to a few people like, Hey man, like this dude, Chris Bay, he reminds me of Gino. Yeah. But yeah. like, he's wrestling like a short amount of time, but he gets it. And then it was like, okay, well, we'll bring him down to book him. So like around that time I started making connections and uh, I really just started putting together like a good body of work that was getting um that was sort of getting exposure and footage on onto the internet so from that point like uh i kind of knew like i was building something like momentum was building and so when they announced the pwi top 500 i made uh 499 i was like oh damn i was like hold up man so like first i was like this means i could bump my pay up right (laughs) so like (laughs) yeah I was like, I'm gonna bump my pay up, and uh, second, I was like, okay, like it get just gave me something more to work for. Like, all right, cool. Like, what I'm doing, I'm on, I'm on the right track. I need to try to branch out more and do more shows that are being sort of streamed for shows on like high spots or yeah. independent wrestling TV yeah. or fight TV. It's just the more exposure I get, the more my name will be out there. 
and hopefully like something good could happen. So that's what the whole PWI deal meant for me. That's awesome. Uh, do you feel pressure now that you're on that list? Um, there was a point, yes, like right when shows started happening yeah. after the pandemic. Yeah. Because I was like, dude, we lost about like eight months through this. Like, yeah. I need to like go out and put on like bangers. I have like good footage or good clips and matches so I could try to stay relevant yeah. and make it the next year. Because it would suck to make it one year and make this big like, hey, I finally made it. And then the next year you don't because it's kind of like, whoop, you fell off. <laughs> well. I'm sure you're you're gonna move right up. Where are you gonna Where are you gonna be next year? Yeah, four ninety nine now. You're going up. Where Where are you predicting yourself? I mean, anywhere it'll be up now at this point. <laughs> um, <laughs> good point. I'm thinking like maybe like four seventy something, man. Maybe awesome. like in the four seventies. Awesome. Um, you mentioned you mentioned earlier New Texas Pro Wrestling. We talked about fight IWTV, all that fun stuff. Uh, I got some matches that I wrote down here. Before you came on, because I'm so professional, um, March March 18th, I guess. <laughs> uh, March 18th, which is, well, let's see, Austin 316, that's today. So two days from now, uh, yeah. you're taking on Will all day at Reality yeah. Wrestling, huh? Yeah. Or is that off? We, uh, yeah. It's going to be a real good match. Yeah, uh, all day is another one of those Texas guys who, but I mean, he, he he travels already, man. He's like maybe three or four years in the business, and he's already like a known name, like traveling places. Um, uh, I can't be like, oh, we're gonna go out and have like such yeah. a, a just back and forth good match because they're on the hill. So I just gotta just be like, Will hasn't beat me in three times in the three last times that we wrestled each other. He's he's zero three against him. I beat him again. Like that's a clean sweep. Honestly, we should never have to wrestle again because I, yeah. I skunked them pretty much. So, like, <laughs> we're going to go into this match on Thursday. It's a sweep. I'm going to beat him. I'm going to take his title. I'm going to make them take an updated photo of me <laughs> so they, they can promote me on the flyer finally. <laughs> and that's just going to be that. Oh, yeah. Sweet. I know where I'm putting my money. He's 0 for 3. I know where I'm putting my money, Vanessa. Yeah. Um, and then you're going to be down there in Tampa, WrestleMania weekend, showcase yes. of the independence, I guess, the, the, the yeah. entire thing. Uh, you got Ryan Davidson on the 8th and then Gino yes. Medina on the 9th. Yes. Oh, um, awesome, yeah, awesome match. Tampa's going to be, yeah, Tampa's going to be fun. Uh, there's like a lot of shows on there. I think I have, I have about four. Uh, yeah, I have Ryan Davidson. Me and him wrestled. He's like the Ric Flair to, to my steamboat. Like, we legit wrestled more than 500 times throughout, yeah. like, uh, throughout our career. So, like, us wrestling on this level in front of, like, a different crowd in Tampa, they're definitely going to have their minds blown away. We haven't wrestled in a while, but, like, I know – soon as we like get in there it's the chemistry just going to pick up like like it never left off yeah and and that's the thing like it's the same with gino but like with ryan me and him can have a more i don't it, it's it's weird to explain because me and ryan can have a more i, I want to say tv based but like i can have the same type of match with gino but like with gino it would be more flashy and more appealing to 
I guess like the newer eyes here, right? In the in the business on like that. Sort well, I of think makes sense. I think you said it correctly. I think you and and um, Ryan are are Flair and Steamboat, uh, and I think yeah. a Flair and Steamboat match is definitely much different than the newer style. Today, yeah, the newer flash. Today. I think you said it very well. And the winner of that Gino Medina match is taking on Mike Bennett April twenty fourth. Yeah. And I heard of that, and I was like, man, please just let me go over. <laughs> I was like, man, I hope I win. Uh, because I like I like the path that um, Mike has taken yeah. since he, uh, he left WWE. Like, he's out there grinding. Like, he could just sit up there and whine, like, oh, man, it did me dirty. And, and like, just soak on the stuff. But he's just out there grinding just as hard as the – the next guy who wants to make it and like he's posting his workouts and he had this uh one gym pick and i was like damn dude like he was just looking shredded and i was like yo so i would love to like get in the ring with him and fill him out um to see like how he is because i haven't i didn't watch much of his stuff before when he had the roh run right i caught him um when he came to wwe and then i was like no you need to go look at his his, uh stuff before and i saw it and i was like oh okay like i can definitely go out in there and do something with him yeah. so hopefully if i win this match with gino then it'll be uh me and mr bennett awesome yeah that's where i'm putting my money i'm putting my money on the uh the all day match i'm riding mysterious q uh smart man i might smart I, man. yeah i might uh i might skip over the, the flair steamboat of Texas match because that could just be fun to watch. Uh, and then I'm definitely putting my money on you to go up against Mike Bennett to, to advance against Gino. That, yeah. That's what I'm going with. The, uh, you bet your whole stimmy on it. <laughs> my whole stimmy. Bet your whole stimmy on it. Oh, my wife's already spent that. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's gone. <laughs> and Damn, that, man. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I wish I could do that. Um, uh, I, you know, a lot of people ask, especially independent wrestlers, you know, where do you see yourself? Where do you see yourself going this or that? Uh, I'm not going to ask you that. I'm going to tell you where I see you fitting perfectly. I see you fitting in either MLW or the NWA, which just came back. Those are my two places. Now that I've said my piece, where would you like to see yourself? Um, What's the time frame that we're talking? I don't know. Because uh, I guess I can see like maybe AEW. Dark, yeah. Um, Get started on dark. Po- yeah, yeah uh, possibly. I'm not saying possibly. I know I could go to like NXT or WWE, um, being changing some things. I could definitely do MLW. Uh, I could do Impact. Yeah. More, more like realistically, like if I had to be somewhere by the end of the summer. It will probably be MLW or Impact. Um, NWA. At first, I thought like I couldn't do it. I was like, man, that's not my style. Like when they were wrestling, right? But, but then like going back and watching some of my old matches from like when I first started, I was like, oh, I could definitely do um, do that style. It's just more slowed down, um, so you can grasp the audience more. Yeah. yeah. But it's no different from uh, reality of wrestling in the hindsight of looking at it. Yeah. But I would say probably anywhere, man. But AEW, definitely. I want to be somewhere with a contract. Yeah. Well, that's the drive. That's the passion. And they just, you know, yeah. you, you 
Who knows? You could go right on dynamite. You could get some shots on dark. They got elevation just started this week. Yeah. Starting in sky's limit. They have nothing but like opportunities up there, man. Yeah, for sure. And they won't even change your name. You can go right in as mysterious Q. They won't change you on anything else. Yep. And keep that brain going. There you go. For sure. Um, one thing we like to do at the end of every show is I'm going to give you the mic now. Uh, you can put over anything you want. You can bury anyone you want. You can say anything you want. I will not interrupt. The floor is yours. What happens now? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I'm on social media. Um, on Twitter, it's DA underscore Mysterious Q underscore. Um, on Instagram, you can just type in Mysterious Q uh, pop up. I'm in partnership with somebody um getting ready to start like a brand respected culture nice. so that's also on uh twitter and that's on uh instagram as well under respected culture, respected culture. um nice. yeah respected yeah. culture we're still working on like some uh graphic things but ig we're, we're getting set up uh so in tampa we're gonna um release some shirts some merch under the respected culture um brand and label and more on that is um it's just like a brand to that kind of like caters to like each culture so to speak so with it i wanted a shirt that was just um kind of like labeled towards uh kind of like african-americans for like the for the culture show down in, in tampa yep and i thought about it and i was like i could go a step further so like I thought about doing like a brand for like the pride uh, community and like have one for like the Hispanic community, which that in itself is a very, um, it's a broad audience because you can go um, Mexican, you can go Salvadorian, yeah. you can go Honduran, you can go Cuban, Puerto Rican. Yeah. So like with that, I was just like, we're going to get this, uh, this initial logo started and then going forward like we'll just have different flags for different cultures and like uh put it out there that way it's just like a brand for for everyone yeah so i can see speak. it now so it's respect it culture respect it yeah yeah respect i can it. see like the logos on a shirt and then the flag you know the puerto rican flag would be would make up those yeah. letters and yeah, the pride that, flag would make up those letters. I can see it in my head. Well done, yeah, Good job, buddy. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Where is that? Yeah. So like, um, we got. I got that going. Um, I see that hopefully um, taking off in like two to three years as like a brand. So I could just be like, hey, like maybe I could like sponsor some wrestlers so they won't have to do these shows yeah. without uh, without having to take a loan out to go get gas money to make a show Ugh. and not even get paid at a show. Cause I've been through that. Um, what, uh, what else I got, man? Like it's weird. Did anybody give any questions from, Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Hold on. Because- hold on. Let me get my phone. There was someone said something. Hold on. I do remember. I know that. one guy said something and I was like, yeah. Oh, hold on. Let me ask it. Let me, Oh gosh. Now I got to roll back. Uh, all right. Uh-oh. Am I on the right? Am I on the right Twitter handle? Yeah. I, you know, I got my gimmick candles. Oh, look at this. Uh, all right, go back down. Go back down. I know it says, ask him why 
go down, go down, go down. Always failing somewhere. Oh, that's you. Go down. It may be maybe two questions. <laughs> no, it, I, I, it's here somewhere. It said, ask him why something. Oh, yeah. Can you ask him what he thinks about Nasty Co? I hate Nasty Co. Nasty Co is one nasty ass dude. He's a grimy manager. He thinks he's the best manager ever. He's actually the worst manager ever. He tries to kayfabe the boys. He's never taking his mask off ever, like ever around the boys. So, like, we don't know what he looks like. He wears that shit to bars, <laughs> which I don't know how he gets it in. Um, but nah, he, he's a cool dude. He he works a lot, man. He uh he promotes the hell out of things, and he's always working behind the scenes with uh, getting shows together, trying to get boys over. So. He all right. He's like a two out of ten in my book. Two out of ten. That's good. Yeah. That's not bad. Um, we got a we got a question in the chat from New Texas Pro. They would like to know who would you like to see come to New Texas Pro that has not wrestled here in twenty twenty one. Recently, I, I just did a show. Uh, I would say two. Maybe, maybe uh, Jake something. Because he reminds me of Mike Awesome. Oh. And I, I told him that one day. And, like, I love Hayabusa. And I was yeah. like, yo, let's just have a match one day where you're Mike Awesome and I'm Hayabusa. And he, he was down with that. Um, but if I say anybody else, man, uh, I wrestled a show recently with Trey Lamar. Okay. And dude blew my, blew my mind out the water. Like, I've seen him before on Warriors of Wrestling. But I didn't know how big he was in perfect i mean in, per- in person yeah maybe it was his hair but like he's a yoke dude and like he can do some stuff in the ring so it'll be between uh jake something or trey lamar trey lamar yeah jake something is just like really really good the past two impacts too yeah um we have another co- question too gosh good thing you brought this up well well job at producing this show uh <laughs> what is a what is a finisher this one's from coach four in the chat what is a finisher okay. that you've wanted to try but found out it did not either look uh, cool enough or was actually too hard to do? Okay, um, two. There's this move. It's it's like a inverted Phoenix Splash. Okay. And I swear to God, in my head, I hit this all the time. <laughs> all the time. Like, it's perfect. Because there are some moves I just can't hit in my head, so I'm like, I don't even try um it's like an inverted inverted yeah phoenix splash from the top but uh just in trying it like i kept sort of hitting my head on the turnbuckle and i was like no nah, this is gonna be like a concussion bro yeah. like i can't i can't do it it was that and um there's a move a reverse like a reverse gun- gut buster okay so it's like normally like a gut burst gut buster you have in fireman's yeah push them up and you land on your knees the reverse is when you have them where their uh, belly is facing up and they're on the back. And it's just like you break their back in half. Yeah. Um, that's always been hard for me because I can't get my knees up for some reason. So those are two moves. Those are two. Uh, there you go, Coach. There's the answer. No, uh, New Texas Pro. I hope I didn't say North last time. New Texas Pro said, 
Jake something versus Mysterious Q in a match. We would love to book Trey, Mala- Trey Lamar is on our radar. Definitely, oh, yeah. Oh, man, they're, they're full of the questions tonight. Uh, who do you feel has been your toughest title defense so far for New, New Texas? Oh, man. Oof. I'll tell you, like, they've been getting harder and harder. Like, it's been hard for me to catch back up on, like, my pre-pandemic uh, win yeah. and body. Cardio. Yeah. But, yeah. But, man, uh, I wrestled AJ Gray. And I swear, like, there was a part, like, I thought we were just going at it. And I tried to look over and, like, I felt loopy. Like, did he knock me out? <laughs> um, and most recently, the triple threat I had with Calvin Tankman and uh gino medina because yo calvin was just thanos bro just throwing us around like he's thanos he's yeah like he's a man i would say calvin tankman because that that match and he's so good like he's He's i don't think people understand the breed too yeah Yeah. like he just i didn't I, i didn't hear of him but i heard of when he got signed and i was like okay and it's the thing to say somebody's good from seeing them. Right. But like when you go in the ring with somebody and you can like feel like the different things that they do and like the little things that they get, it's kind of like, I don't know why like somebody picked you up like a long time ago, but he's definitely going to be somewhere. He's like the new, the new breed of big man. Yeah. For sure. Mark my words on that one. Mark it, mark it down. Mark the tape, Vanessa. Calvin Tankman. I would just like to add that Gino Medina and Pero right now are going back and forth on Twitter, kind of making little jokes. Making jokes? About, uh, about, about Mysterious Q? No, not about yeah. it. Probably about, oh, Pero's making fun of me? How dare you? I didn't know Pero knew who I was. No, not- Pero's not making fun of you. He oh. said the untouchable one, talking about Gino. Oh, and then okay. Gino said that you can't touch him. And then Perro oh. says that he can't. He well, can't deal he, with him right now. He is untouchable. I'm not gonna lie. Gino is untouchable. He's man. I've had matches with Gino to where I was like, I was defeated in the ring, and I was defeated mentally because I was like, man, this dude is so so far ahead. Like, never again will I be like this far behind when wrestling him. So like, he's untouchable to like a degree, but. Um, I mean, when it comes for this like new Texas heavyweight championship, right. I've been untouchable for close to 600 days. So, um, no pun intended. Somebody's getting touched in Tampa. <laughs> Someone's getting touched. Pause. <laughs> Pause. No, don't quote me on that. Yeah, we'll edit that. We'll edit that right out. You're just gonna win. <laughs> we'll just say that. Well, you're gonna win. That's the stimmy on it. <laughs> that will quote you on. Bet the stimmy on it. Yeah. Uh, Mysterious Q, um, I want to appreciate, I appreciate you coming by tonight, uh, giving us your time. Last thing, last question from me. Are the Lakers going to repeat? You know what? Yeah. There you go. Go on. And I'm not a Lakers fan, but I like your passion going out on a limb. Uh, I'm sorry. You're going to be wrong, but I do appreciate you coming by. Tonight and giving us your time, and uh, I can't wait to see you on WrestleMania weekend. All those uh, showcase of the independents, IWTV, get them, get them while you can. Why are the Nets going to beat the Lakers in five in the finals? Says New Texas Pro. 
because they have Blake Griffin and James Harden is uh, going to be the MVP. That's true. That's yeah, I guess I suppose that makes that makes sense. Um, but yeah, man, thank you, thank oh, you yeah. for uh, reaching out and giving me this platform, man, yeah, to uh, to come out and speak, man. Yeah, uh, I'm always highly appreciative when people can put me on like their platform, especially when you had such greats as Roxy blessing. Uh, we had Billy Starks. We had Roxy. We had Billy Starks. We've had a lot from Texas. Two future, like two Rachel future. Rose. Rachel Rose. Uh, all three. Yeah, all of those girls. Those girls are going to be like on a WrestleMania one day main event. For sure. For sure. And then you can take them down. They can become champion and you can take the title from them. Well, it's an inside joke. I don't want to take the title, but I will take your pay for this Airbnb so I can hurry up and get it booked. They won't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, I love inside jokes, especially ones I don't really know because I know it's funny to someone else. So yeah, she might be like, "What the hell?" Yeah, whatever. It all, it's all good. Uh, yeah. Mysterious, thanks for coming by, man. You're you're now family. Doors open for you if you need to plug anything or just want to come on and talk. I don't I don't know anything. I don't care. Uh, the doors open, so uh, we appreciate it and uh, have a great night. Oh, thank you, man. You too. Yeah, for sure. Bye. Yep. Awesome. Awesome stuff. Thanks, Mysterious. Oh, no problem, brother. Thank you. Later. Thank you guys again. Peace. That was great. That was good. Oh, he was so good. Yeah, he's he was a lot of fun.